Why do some coaching niches really thrive and others never pay off? Coaches with their big hearts tend to focus on what their audience needs, but I found out through trial and error that marketing a coaching niche that focuses around needs rarely results in enough clients or income. And I think coaching around needs can wander extremely close to therapy. People buy support to get what they need from known resources like therapists or doctors. Coaches that focus their niche marketing and offers around what their specific audience wants, their big goals and the big problems in the way of achieving those goals will get more traction, attract more clients, and earn more. And by the way, those are the things you want. Another reason why certain coaching niches fail is that not all target audiences are viable. By that, I mean that the audience is easy to access, full of seekers, and eager to evolve. Find the full transcript and other resources for coaches at prosperouscoach.com slash 247. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey coaches, since I started helping coaches choose a smart and profitable niche, I've perceived some eye-opening things about what works and what does not. Coaches often hire me when their niche is not working. Sometimes I can tell that's about the approach the coach is taking in their web copy, offers, pricing, and content. Sometimes it's that their audience or specialty isn't likely to be profitable. A smart and profitable niche starts with an audience that is full of what I call seekers. Seekers are driven by their desire to make a meaningful contribution to the world. They have social personalities and enjoy influencing others. They are always actively working on themselves and their top goals. And they want to become masters at what they do. Seekers purchase educational programs and would invest in vocational training so they can do something they really want to do. But think about it, and this may surprise you, not all people are attracted to those things I just listed. Sometimes that's circumstantial, and sometimes it's behavioral. Non-seekers are people who were taught to be fiercely self-reliant. It's a point of pride. Paying for support feels like a weakness to them. They invest most of their time and money on things they value more than their own personal or professional growth. As a coach, this concept may seem crazy to you. Isn't everyone interested in their personal or professional growth? No, not everyone, and not all the time. My partner, who is a socially responsible business lawyer, he's a cool guy, he would never invest in a coach to help him be or do something better. He invests his money in experiences to learn about racial justice or climate change, or into maintenance for our cabin in the mountains or sports equipment. Do you know someone like that who, no matter how enticing the program, they would not invest in personal growth? I bet you do. Sometimes, a certain stage of life reduces interest in personal growth. For example, 
New moms will have their focus fully on their newborn. That's their personal growth. They'll be less likely to spend money on themselves. Later, for different reasons, they might if the niche is well-crafted around what the mom wants. Retirees are putting their money into travel, grandchildren, medical expenses. Sure, there are some retirees who won't fit that stereotype, but they are likely in another audience that you could name in your niche. Newly divorced individuals will be consumed with the stress and trauma of their divorce, and most won't have the bandwidth for personal and professional growth, at least for a while. At times, some individuals, for whatever reason, don't value themselves highly enough to be inspired by the idea of investing time and money in goals of any kind. That's one reason why, for example, addicts won't likely be a viable audience unless you are a therapist or have a therapeutic background to help them with. But a person with a chronic health issue might hire a coach if that coach is marketing around the idea of a better life, articulated in specific ways, such as more energy for doing all the things you really want to do. Because people with chronic health issues are not really getting to do those things. See how that's a want, not a need. I talk to coaches all the time who are on a mission to help people who are in tough situations. I get it. You can give away your time for that, but turning those individuals that you're helping into paying clients is usually a problem. Those people are used to free resources and mostly from social programs. So it would be a big mindset shift for them to start investing in themselves. So take some time and ask yourself, is the audience that you are targeting full of seekers, people who do invest from their own pocket, from their own personal and professional growth, If so, you've got the most important part of your niche figured out, and that's brilliant. If not, to thrive in your coaching business, you may need to let go of your audience and choose another. For a coaching business to thrive, you also need a robust specialty. That's the part of your niche that focuses on your unique skills, your interesting background, and or your personal story to help your audience achieve their wants and overcome the big problems that are in the way of that. I love helping coaches nail their niche by leveraging their zones of genius or something unique about them because it adds so much passion to the learning curve of growing a coaching business. You do better if you have those things to buoy you up on the journey. Sophia was a leader in tech industry. And she burned out so badly, she had to quit for a few years. And she spent that time learning everything she could about wellness techniques to de-stress and take better care of herself. Then she launched her business, helping high-achieving women leaders reduce stress and build greater capacity to increase their presence and advance their careers. Do you hear the wants in that benefit statement? Sophia von Selsing is a successful coach. Her personal experience with burnout, her experience as a high-achieving woman leader, plus her wellness training make her a highly credible coach to her audience. She is leveraging her zones of genius, and she has all the components she needs in that niche to make it work, to make her business thrive. I've seen coaches putting themselves out there as things like fulfillment coaches, 
confidence coaches, serenity coaches, abundance coaches, and other somewhat abstract or intangible topics. While we all want fulfillment, confidence, serenity, abundance, and happiness, these wants are abstract. And these are all temporary states of being. It's not something that you can sustain constantly. People may only invest for a very short program or just a couple of sessions with you if you are targeting around one of these topics. And they probably won't invest much because those particular things are issues that run in the background of our lives. The reality is you will coach your clients around all of these topics, but don't build your niche and coaching business solely around those topics. You know, here's an example. I help coaches leverage their zone of genius into a profitable coaching niche and launch with confidence. Confidence, the word, is in my message. And it's important, but it's not my primary focus with coaches because I know that the confidence is incidental to them being able to leverage their zone of genius into a profitable coaching niche and build all the foundation of their business so they can launch with confidence. Now, if you've targeted one of these non-viable audiences I mentioned, or you suspect your audience is not viable for some reason, or you've focused your niche on needs or an abstract topic, don't give up. Just because you had a false start doesn't mean that you need to throw in the towel. This isn't about you. This is just about your niche. My guess is that you saw the title of this episode and it resonated because you've suspected there's a problem with your niche. I can help you refine your audience and infuse your specialty with something special about you. Let's have a nail your niche session. Get on my calendar for that session and pay for it at prosperouscoach.com strategy. I'd love to work with you. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.